Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Beloved of God, you are welcome. So, so welcome to another episode of our 365 Devotional Challenge. Let us give it up for Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we love you. We appreciate you. We bless you for who you are, who you will continue to be from generation to generation. You are God and you will remain. How how astonishing it is to find out you are the same God that was with Abraham. You are the same God that was with Isaac. You are the same God that was with Jacob. And you are still with me today. Come and make our hearts. Come and make our lives. Come and make our bodies your home. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Father, thank you so much for coming in to instruct us. Thank you so much for coming in to talk to us. Thank you so much for coming in to gather us together at your feet and for you to talk to us today. I'm really optimistic and I'm really looking forward to that which you are about to do in our midst today. So having gone through the Luke's Gospel Challenge, I just sat back and I just thought, say, hmm, Jesus Christ, what a man he was. Aside the fact that Luke, the person that wrote Luke's gospel, was a very skilled writer. And um, sometimes, you know, he brought in a little bit of comedy, you know, into his um, content. It did nothing to diminish the great works that Jesus Christ achieved while he walked the earth's surface. He did little to take away the intensity of the pain that he went through in redeeming us to himself, back to the Father. Because we were lost. On that day, I don't know how long it took the serpents to convince Eve to to taste of the fruit that was, you know, that God had warned them against partaking of. I don't know how long it took, but what I know is that Eve fell for it. And when she was deceived, Adam himself was not deceived. What he willingly took of what it was his wife offered him out of love. Kudos, Adam. But this was, I guess, we all say that Probably this, no, not probably. This was a misplaced love. The first love of man is God. It was such an exalted place. It was such a high place that the devil, after being thrown down from heaven, he was dumbfounded, he was confused why that God could create man and adorn him with such beauty and such power powerful enough to name all the animals of the earth, to cater for them and to take care of them, to watch over them, the entire garden of Eden. And man was even more glorious than that because he had fellowship with the Father daily in the cool of the evening. God himself would descend and fellowship with man. This is all that man had at his disposal. But the devil subtly moved into the scene and created the mayhem that we have today. The fall of man could not have been corrected by any other thing 
or anyone else except Jesus Christ. And he came and he perfectly corrected it. But we still don't want to love him. Because he says, if you say you love me, keep my commandments. We believe. We know. We are convinced in our hearts that truly he is the son of God. And that he has been sent to redeem man. We even buy into his redemptive power. Or redemptive work on the cross of Calvary and post-Calvary. Believing that we will resurrect with him. The first begotten of the dead. But loving him has always been a challenge because you cannot say you love God if you don't keep his commandments because those are the words of Jesus Christ himself. He that loves the Father keeps his commandments. The flesh will always be weak, but it can be brought. But, and, and that also means that in its weak state, it can be brought under subjection. Because it's the strongest that overpowers the weakest. Not strongest on paper, but strongest on the day. So it's an active thing. Every day we have to work on keeping our flesh subject to the demands and the oppressions of the spirit. Because that is the only way we'll be able to keep the commandments of God. And that is the way that Jesus will know that truly, that we love him. May God give us the grace, because he is good. May God give us the grace to go the extra mile for him, because his mercy is endures forever. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved of God, God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing with us once again today. Please join me for a song. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Listen and be blessed. Join me if you can. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God has been so good to me. So good to me. He has been so good to me. So good to me. God has been so good to me, so good to me. God has been so good to me, so good to me. He has been so good to me, so good to me. God has been so good to me, so good to me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If he has been good to you, let him know. Let him have a feel of how he's been there for you. Let him know he deserves it. He deserves our worship. He deserves our praise. He deserves our thanksgiving. He loves it when we testify of his goodness to us. So good to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Beloved of God, I love you. But nothing close to the way Jesus feels about you. Thank you so much. See you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>